Welcome to True Crime Broads. I'm Crystal. This is Renee. And thank you for joining us. Today we have a marvelous guest. He is actually a longtime resident of Ellis County where Missy Beavers was murdered. Um, but not only is he a longtime resident, but he also works in law enforcement. He is currently with Dallas County and he's had a long career and we'll let him introduce himself and tell us more. His name is Michael Delara. But before he comes out, we wanted to just do our usual here and read a review. Um, we got a five star review. It says keep it up is the title and it, it's written by I'm your Zuzu. I am Y-O-U-R Zuzu and Z-U-Z-U. And that reminds me of Zuzu. Of course, I'm going to think of food. But <laughs> did, did you ever eat at Zuzu's in Dallas? There was one I on Beltline in Madison. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. I wonder if they're still around. I need to Google. We lost the one in Frisco, but I need to see if they're still around. Sorry. Um, back to the review. It says, thank you for searching for answers for this horrific crime. I've learned a lot by listening, and I pray the killer is found. Keep up the great work. So they were obviously referring to the murder of Missy Beavers, which yeah. is primarily what we cover. We do other cases, but that was our sort of main thing right. that we got Pet into. Case. And also, um, our guest is about to come out. He is amazing. We recorded it before we did the intro today. And he is on Zoom in his house in Ellis County. So we just wanted to kind of say that it, it's kind of in and out on audio, but it gets better. So don't mm -hmm. leave, don't leave us. Um, I think what we've learned as much as we don't want to do this is when we have people sort of, um, in the Ellis County area, it seems like especially that it's not a great connection. And I guess it's an internet thing. So we're going to have to have people turn off their cameras as much as we don't want to do that. But anyway, right. for now, he's on camera. Enjoy the show and please stick with it because the audio, it, his audio improves greatly as we go. So and stay tuned and we'll be right back. Thank you so much for listening to True Crime Broads. We would also love to see you on our social media. We have an Instagram page called True Crime Broads. We also have a Facebook page called True Crime Broads, and then we also have a group which is called True Crime Broads, Missy Beaver's Case Discussion Group. And if you can, please uh, leave us a five-star review. We are needing some new ones. Yes, you can leave five stars on Spotify if you think we deserve it. And also on Apple, you can also leave five stars and leave a written review if you'd like to. So thanks again for listening to True Crime Broads. Yeah. True Crime Broads with Crystal and Renee. I step on my neck, let it shine, let it shine, yeah. She gon' hit my line, I decline, I decline, yeah. I be the best, I'm the fine, I'm the fine, yeah. Welcome back to True Crime Broads. We are so excited about our guest. He is local to Ellis County and one of our friendly faces on Instagram. And um, Michael, I'll let you introduce yourself. Thanks for joining us on True Crime Broads. Well, thanks for having me up. Uh, I am Michael Delara. I uh, lived in Ellis County probably about 20 years. Uh, I lived with my wife and my daughters for a while. Now they're out of the house. Just the adults. Um, but I am uh, 30 plus years in law enforcement. Um, started with the city, city law enforcement agency, and then went to the county. And I've been there ever since. Almost retired last year, but I'm trying to add a little bit more. To <laughs> Got a little uh, bit more to go. Retirement. Uh, so you work yeah. for Ellis County? No, I actually work for Dallas County. Dallas County. Okay, that's right. What is your exact position now? Uh, I am over at the uh, hospital's office right now. Nice. All right. Mm -hmm. 
So as someone who has been in Ellis County for so long, you obviously were a resident when we lost Missy Beavers back in 2016. Um, what, as someone who's in law, right. as somebody who's in law enforcement and also a member of the community, what, are, what, are, what were your initial thoughts on this? If you don't mind kind of telling us what you thought when you heard the news. Well, I was surprised because, um, I mean, I don't things go on in Elk County, but something to that degree really surprised me, shocked me. Um, I did not know personally. Uh, one of the persons who found her that morning, you know them, them for many years. Um, when I was when I was looking at at the, at the video. My first inclination was right off the bat was, oh, this is a woman. And, right. but the more I look at it, the more I kind of wonder, you know, I, I don't, I don't that way. I've seen them, you know, reach the way this one's reaching for doors. Um, and kind of uh, looking around here and there. I mean, it kind of reminds me of hell. So I don't know. I don't know. That's what's, what's, what's weird. You know, I got had somebody reach out to me a while back, and it's been about probably about a year or two ago. And but hey, um, I've got somebody who's kind of interested in saying something about this. Would you be willing to talk with her? Here to go to the sure. You know, when I waited and waited, nothing ever came of it. I reached back out. Well, then that he said that person had ended up uh, up and moving. They were scared and didn't want to say. Oh, that's I'm too bad. So there was someone who, yeah. who said they might have some information on Missy's uh, situation, but they backed out and moved. Right. That's, oh. what I, that's what I'm under. Dang it. And I couldn't get them to uh, give me their contact information and finally did get a hold of this person and say, hey, uh, you have that information. The, the number was bad and I couldn't get a hold of it. Oh, that's too bad they didn't just share it with you and you could have entered it anonymously. That's what they should have had you do. I know. I know. I don't know so many people with police department there. I would have gone down in a heartbeat if not talked into going with Right. Dang it. Yeah, we get that a lot. A lot of people, you know, want to come forward, but they're afraid. Yeah, people are afraid. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't either because I, I just... I think the mentality that I see, and even those when I when I talk to folks on the street, is uh, well, I just don't want to get involved. Well, why not? If it's a problem, if it's if it's a matter of right and wrong, why would you not want to get it? Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, agree. That doesn't. That just to me, that just doesn't make sense. So. Right. Yeah. Well, I wonder. Did this person give you any hints? Did they know Missy, or did they know the perpetrator, or was it just something they overheard? When I when I talked to him for years he said they got information um that this guy the person that wanted to talk to me on what i'm feeling it was it was a lady uh said that she had was with a group of friends and somebody had said uh, whether that means anything i don't know uh i don't know what or what she might have heard um which is that's that's what I'm understanding. It was something they had over. Right, right. And they were to leak it to me, and and uh, they were you know they were scared as well. And then they just up and and took off. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's a shame. Yeah, I guess stuff like that happens all the time. But on the flip side, maybe we can feel a little bit better about it. We will get people that say, hey, look, I have sensitive information about this case and I'm really worried and I'm afraid for my life. And then they'll tell us something completely ridiculous that we can easily mm-hmm. check out that's incorrect. So we'll just have right. to hope that's what that lady <laughs> did. Yeah, and that we, that yeah that's all. Really I hope it wasn't much of anything. Right, know? right. Because that'd be a horrible shame if it was really something. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Back, right. I've been watching y'all's podcast for a long time and uh, with all the updates and so forth. And, you know, I, I try to share the information when I get a chance and put that out on all these different uh, Facebook places that I, that I run. Yes, that's so nice. No relevance. That is nice. How did you find us? Uh, somebody had mentioned it. Uh, I think it was a mutual friend of mine said, oh, okay. to go check this, uh, this, this podcast. Okay. And uh, when I did, it was just yeah, following you guys and listening to you. And you have some interesting theories and some things going on and that, that make a lot of sense, you know, that's and, awesome. Uh, We're glad I like how you tear things apart a little bit. And so uh, it works. It, I, enjoy it. I really do. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Nice. We really appreciate you listening and, and, and being on our social media too. That's awesome. And sharing things and, um, you know, with your followers, that's amazing. Um, so what do you think? Okay. So you're in law enforcement. What, mm-hmm. what, why do you think this is taking so long to solve? Cause I think most of us thought this thing would be wrapped up pretty quickly. I would think so too. Um, you know, I, I think in one of y'all's podcasts, you had mentioned that there's this possibility that the uh, DPS or Texas Rangers kind of turned away on this, that they offered their help. Um, uh, which I, don't, I don't know. I hadn't been able to, to uh, verify that. I've been asked, reaching out to friends of mine and find out sure what was going on there. Because my thinking would be, you know, and it's, it's nothing, nothing, nothing against but you know they don't have anything like this happen all the time, like mm-hmm. in Dallas or you know. And I would take all the help I could get yes. um, on something like this. Uh, why it's taking them so long? I'm not really sure. Uh, I'm sure they're following each and every lead, and I'm sure there's a lot of leads that end up at dead ends, and it's just hearsay. And yeah. somebody like said, you know, well, my neighbor looked a little weird, or. Now saw this guy walking down the street. He kind of resembled that. Okay, I get that. There's a lot of dead ends. I get that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know the uh, couple of investigators, real good guys, good job of what they do. I think it's kind of just kind of, kind of dried up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to probably take that one conversation that is said that somebody leaks it. And because you know as well, usually when somebody commits a crime like that, they they can't always keep themselves. They're going to tell someone somewhere that their downfall, mm-hmm. um, even if it's years later. Uh, I'm hoping that'll be the case on this situation here. Uh, right. Shut down or get a get a conclusion to it. Missing her family and so forth. What? 
What if this murderer does confess to someone and that person goes to law enforcement? That's really not enough to convict someone, though, right? Wouldn't they still have to have some additional evidence? Well, when when someone goes in and confesses to it, then they will turn around and they will reveal things that maybe Middlelothian didn't put out. Oh. Um, the, the investigators will start confirming with them you know, different aspects of the crime. Only they would know. You know, there's been people that come and confess crimes before. They really didn't have anything to do with it. That's so crazy. Yeah. Like, That's so weird. You know, and it is weird, isn't it? Mm. Um, but it's happened. It's yeah. happened in, in, in investigating. So I'm sure the investigators would do a good job piecing that. You know, you confess to this. Uh, give me some details on this thing that only they would yes, be able right. to link it together. Yeah. So, yeah. You think that would be that? I, th- I feel like there would be a, quite a f- few things that they could do to connect, you know, to to prove that they are the ones that actually did it. And I don't, since nobody else has come forward and pretended to be the person, I think we're good to go on that one. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. You know, something I was I was uh, looking at some of the earlier podcasts a few days ago, and I don't, unless I missed it, I don't recall. That any the investigators or anyone was ever saying that there was an alarm system in the you know, church. I mean, there were cameras, obviously. Yeah, it was not an actual alarm system. Correct. Right. That's our understanding. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, and that kind of that's kind of strange because my church has an alarm system, and it's and when no one's there, it's on. Yeah, and uh, if that it seemed like they might they might have known that because they weren't in a real hurry to do it. They were just kind of casually walking around the church. They didn't. Uh, they weren't in any real hurry to get in, get out, get gone. Right. Um, so that that kind of struck me as odd. That leads but, me to that leads me to a really important question. I'm glad you said that. Do you think that Missy was targeted, or do you think she walked in and was in the wrong place at the wrong time? I uh, I do believe she was targeted. I don't think I don't think that that was just a, a robbery gone bad. Um, what it was taken, they already said that it was taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that this person walking around inside there was just verifying that no one else was there. You know, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes uh, you know we drive by our church and there there may be a car there, or the pastor may be there, and his wife might have dropped him off, and he's there studying or whatever. Right. Um, I think that's what they were doing is kind of making sure nothing, no one was in the place. Uh, and I can only imagine what might have been, what might have happened across somebody else, right. you know, right. in that place where they retreated, where they just, uh, well, I don't know. That's just, that's just something I'm yeah. thinking about. We, we think it's probably targeted too. Um, I think most people think that because to have on that outfit, you know, to be dressed in sort of police tactical gear, it seems mm-hmm. like they did that for a reason other than just right. under other than just wandering around a church sort of aimlessly. Have you ever been to the church? No, I have not been inside. I've been by it several times, but I have not been inside. I uh, I thought about going by there one just one Sunday and attended the church there and kind of taking a look, but uh, yeah. No, I have not. It's interesting. Okay, so the back of the church is going to be like there's like a hill that goes down. So the back mm-hmm. of the church, uh, you you could actually walk up to the back of the building and like I'm like 
level to the bottom of the windows. So one of the windows that they broke was at the bottom. So in my, this is what I think. This is just my theory. Doesn't mean it happened, but I think they walked over to that window that was, you know, leveled to them. Just walk over and just broke it. Maybe tapped it with the hammer, broke it, got back in the car, went over to SWFA and waited to see if any police were going to come because there was a silent alarm. Nobody Mm -hmm. came. And at that point they said, okay, I think we're good. And then they continued on with their plan. Now that's just my theory because the place where they broke that window there, I mean, they couldn't have crawled through it unless they had a ladder or something. You see what I'm saying? Because I mean, yeah. the, the ground, the way the ground was. So that's just my thinking. But I, I'm I'm with you on the alarm thing. That is weird. They didn't have one. Yeah, that is strange. Because they I had think it's a good, I think it's a good good point on there. Uh, either A, they knew there was no alarm. Mm-hmm. B, they were just, they would weren't sure. So they might have given. Might have tested it. Just, yeah. just to test it. You know, I think that's yeah yeah this has been so weird because you know as you know better than the rest of us probably there's just not this kind of crimes happen that these types of things don't happen in Midlothian, texas it's just it's just been mind-boggling that this even occurred in the first place and then to have it go this long without being solved i know that there's a lot of people in the community that we hear from that are uncomfortable because obviously as far as the general public knows there's a homicidal maniac on the loose and even if she was targeted um, you still think, well, this person obviously was overreacting to whatever was bothering them, so it could happen again. Right. You know, this is person right. doesn't right. not in their right mind. Yeah, people that usually have anger issues, it doesn't. They don't just stop being angry. So if you blow it out of proportion enough to go bludgeon and brutally murder somebody, I'm sure that you could do it twice. Right? Yeah, it's really crazy to think this person. Do you, Michael? I know you're speculating like the rest of us, but do you think that Missy's perpetrator still lives in the Ellis County area? Uh, I think it's possible. Yeah. You know, um, if if it was if that was something that I did, I don't think I would hang around. But you know, I think they might be testing. Uh, once once they found out that nobody is really coming after him and nobody has a good lead, maybe they're a little more comfortable. They're just hanging out in the area. I don't know. Could yeah. be. That's um, how, you know, that's how the Delphi case up in Delphi, Indiana was. They, It was a guy just working at CVS that people saw every day right there in that tiny town, and he was there that whole entire time. I think that one took about, what, six years to solve? Yeah. So, yeah, that's it's interesting. He just was still hanging around the town. They even questioned him. He he placed himself at the bridge when he talked to police, <laughs> yeah. and um, that when still in. took six years. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, you know. Things like that happen, I guess, and people blend in, and it just takes the right number of right amount of evidence to haul them in. You know, I think it's a good possibility. That eventually, they're going to have to take something from somebody. Maybe they'll have had a little much drink sometime, and then <laughs> and they'll just say it. Yeah. Yes, and they will turn around and inadvertently say something, and hopefully somebody is is listening and paying attention. Maybe they will. Yeah. 
exactly any details. I've never understood that because I've got great video. I've got cameras around my house and I can zoom in and it's clear. Why is videos of crime scene always I know that is so weird. <laughs> I know. Even the little, I have the little. It's not a ring camera, but it's similar to a ring camera at my house. I mean, I think I paid twenty bucks for them on Amazon, and right. they have excellent. You can see so good on them. I'm like, I don't get I it. Yeah. Hey, that reminds me too, Michael. Your experience with surveillance cameras. Do you think that the cameras in the church had audio? It seems like they would, because even those cheap ones that Renee's talking about, 20 bucks on Amazon have really good audio. Do you think that the cameras in the church would have caught some audio? I, kinda, I was thinking about that the other day. I kind of think they probably did. Probably not a whole lot there. Um, depending on the cameras were still video at the time that Missy was packed. Right. Did it pick up, get packed? It would, you know, just, it would be nice. If, it would be nice if they picked up the perpetrator's voice at some yes. point and were able to use that. But yeah, yes. you're right though, because apparently they were motion activated cameras. So I guess it would depend on if they were actually they on were, at yeah. the right time when the perpetrator said or something. Yeah. Get, right. Right. And the, the other reason why I think it's more more of a targeted injury. Um, it seemed real. Yeah, you know, uh, not just someone that that ran across a robbery and they you know, sustained a few injuries here and there because they were somewhere they shouldn't be. Now this one sounded real personal. Yeah. On the yeah, I agree with you on that. It just definitely, I I can't I can't make it untargeted. It doesn't fit for me. Right. I mean, because right. typically I feel like if a person's going to go in there and do some, you know, misdemeanor, possibly felony, you know, criminal activity, they're not going to, you know, up it from a, a year to two years in jail to, you know, five to, or 10 to 99 or whatever it is, you know, for brutal, you know, for murder. I mean, it right. just doesn't seem like the right, I don't know, scenario to me. Well, typically you're wrong too when they go in and they they go in there to steal whatever. They're going right to where they need to go. Right. You know, sometimes churches get targeted uh, for the office. No, and they're going to go to the office because they know that's where the stuff should the be. Money is, yeah. The offering, the church. Yeah. Well, they go in to steal uh, audio equipment or cars, or so they're going to go right to the to the worship center and they're going to pick that stuff up there and then they're gone. Yeah, out of there. Yep. And this this person here, they just they just took Locking their soul sweet time. Yep. I know. Yeah. I know. So you think that the perpetrator was just wandering around aimlessly like we do, right? Is that what you're saying? You're saying that you think this person wasn't frantically. I do. For I think they were steal. checking it out to see make just double make sure that no one was in the place. While they you were know, waiting on the Yeah. Why would there be somebody there at you know, three, four o'clock in the morning. Well, somebody was going to be there. Uh, he missy because she had something going on there. Right. There was somebody that showed up when I had to use church for some things before we had to have uh, one of the deacons early, early in the morning. Sometimes I'll work the elections and uh, down church, and we have to be there at five o'clock in the morning, four thirty. Well, they show up to unlock the doors for us so we can get everything in there. I think maybe they were just verifying the what was there before they do what they yeah. had in mind. They didn't want to get caught. Yeah, yeah that that's sense. a good point. That's a theory. 
Yeah. yeah. No, I like that. I hadn't really thought of that. I thought they were more or less just killing time, picking at locks, opening doors. But you're right. It would make sense that they were making sure nobody was there. That would be, that would derail their plan or make them have to kill more than one person potentially. Now, I have a question for you. If, you know, let's just say that you're watching this on a, you know, level of investigating this case to see what you think about it. And you're watching the person uh, at the point where they're, they're facing the, the that little door and they're tapping with their hammer real gently and then they pull a tool out and put it back and then they turn around. That's the area I'm talking about. What is your um, what is your thinking of what they're doing there? Because they're they're kind of tapping with their hammer and it looking like they're trying to get in that door. I guess that's kind of what I thought because there's another uh, clip where they. Looking at the video, and they're on the left side. They entered in one door. They went in and looked. They came right back out, tried to get in another door, but couldn't get into that. So I think that's what they were doing on the other side as well. Or that I don't know. Was that was that the the same door, just two different camera angles? I don't. No, it was. Uh, no, that's. Are you talking about the one at the end? That's a whole different one. The, it's the one okay. where they're sitting there tapping with their hammer. Because because here's the thing. Like I don't obviously break into places, and I'm not a thief. But <laughs> I think I could have gave it more effort than they did. You know, I would have been like, I would have definitely did more damage to that door if I truly wanted to get in there. So what was their point? Were they just making a show or what do you think? I think it goes back to them just uh, verifying what was there and who was there, if anyone was there. Um, you know, I think, you know, whether they were just buying a little time until Missy showed up, because after all, she did post it on, on her, uh, social media that she was going to be there. Yes. Um, where they buy in a little town. Yeah, it could be part of it, but I and I still still think it goes hand in hand with them double checking just to be sure. Right. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah, I've always thought that was so strange. I thought, man, you didn't put a whole lot of effort into getting in that room, did you? Yeah. Getting that door. And it's yeah. it's a utility closet, but I still thought that was interesting. I'm like, I could have did a better job if I would really wanted to get in it. Yeah. yeah, this whole thing is just strange. I don't think I've seen anything weirder than this. It's definitely not that you know has been kind of close to our orbit for sure it's just bizarre right, right. I mean, isn't this bizarre i mean there's really it does it's i mean the victim is a, a woman um a mom um she walks into a church just trying to set up a class so she can make some extra money um right. there's nothing really weird about anything except this horrible crime that happened i mean it's just hard to believe it's hard to wrap your head around how this happened and why it is. And I still, I still think it's a very, it's a very personal attack. So something, something is there that hasn't been connected yet. Um, why it was so personal, and brutal. You know, it really had to have, in my opinion, uh, some animosity, hate towards that person to do what she did. Right. You know? And, you know, and, and, and all the usual motives like cheating and all that kind of stuff, it's, it takes a different person, though, to take it to this level. I mean, I think sure. we've all been double-crossed by people or disappointed sure. by people, but to put on that outfit and go wait for her in the church to attack her as she walks in, that's, that's a whole different yeah. level of crazy. Yeah, and, and, and obviously plan it. Uh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. it's definitely planning There's, there. Yeah, that's... 
if we're right about this, that it was um, pre-planned and that it was, it's definitely targeted, then I would say there's no way that this defendant will ever be able to say that it wasn't premeditated. Well, it had to be meditated. Why else would you bet something like that? Right. uh, It it wasn't a spur of the moment type thing or a a crime of passion. Right. They knew what they were going to do. They probably followed her on her her Instagram or or social media. You know, they uh, knew exactly where it was going to be. Yeah. And it took some planning. We don't know if it was a long term plan or a shorter plan, but it was definitely planned, you know. Right. That's, that's, that's why <laughs> you don't post everything on social media. Yeah. You know, typically when like my wife and I, we like to go cruise, but we don't use post anything. After. Want anybody to know I'm out of town. Right. Yeah. Come yeah. ransack your house. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You should be very careful nowadays. There's mm-hmm. the phrase I like to use a lot of whack out there. Yeah, that's <laughs> really for is. sure. Definitely. And, and and I think normal people like us, we forget about that until you see something like this in the news and you go, man, there's people out there that will hurt you. Yeah. So yeah. scary. For, for whatever mm-hmm. they, whatever, uh, you know, upset them that we don't even know about. Mm-hmm. What, might have, what might have upset them, you and I would probably just kind of blow it off. Right. You know, but that again, God falls back to a mental past mental Mentally, what, right. what were they thinking? What's going or, on? Or there? even even if we were devastated by it, we wouldn't suit up like that and go wait for the person and murder them. You know, That's so true. crazy. Yeah, most people are just like you know mad. And they you know hit the table or you know say a or, few choice words or whatever. But we don't go around <laughs> you know um, going. Let me go yeah. get my gun and my hammer and go kill somebody. Yeah, it's definitely next exactly. next level. I had a hammer. I, I had a hammer in my car for some reason. I, I think my daughter needed to borrow it, and I forgot. And I thought I need to get that out of my car. <laughs> Just sitting in my car, uh, randomly. <laughs> scary. What was what's funny is you know you never you would never walk into to a bank with a mask. In the last few years, everybody walks into a bank with a mask on. Right. Right. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It has to be scary for the people working there. You know, they're like, oh gosh. Yeah. They, people would have freaked out <laughs> 10 years ago if you walked in with a mask. They would have thought you were definitely going to hold them up. That's a good point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just bizarre. Uh, and then it was, then you got in trouble if you didn't have one on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Ma'am, could you stand outside, please? <laughs> yeah. You do not have your mask on. You are not, <laughs> you don't have your gloves on or your mask. We need you to put those back on and come back in the bank. To and, get then if, and then if you say, well, it's not, you know, it's not required, then you get called a Karen. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let me put on my mask so I can walk 15 feet to my table and take it off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so funny in restaurants. That's yeah. so true. You're in your bubble now. You're, well, you're good. Still about that we did too yeah we walk into chewy's my friend and i had lunch and then it was right in the middle of all this chaos and then we sat down and she goes that's so weird we just walked a few feet and now we can take <laughs> them off good. and it's totally legal <laughs> it's so weird we're just sitting right here yeah that was pretty crazy i can imagine it was weird for the banks yeah it would be. i haven't heard any more from midlothian or anything unless y'all have have y'all heard anything more on midlothian from midlothian on no. releasing anything at all no they've been crickets silent and i'm sure that's just because they don't want too much getting out which makes perfect sure. sense but what are your thoughts sure. on that why do you think that they're not addressing the media anymore well i think they put out as much as they probably Needed feel to. like they could safely do without you know uh messing with their investigation uh, there's always some that you're going to hold back 
bit because that is what you're going to need to, when you're dealing with your suspects to, and as you interrogate them, uh, if they reveal things that you haven't released, that's part of what you're going to hold back against the case. So I think they probably safely put out as much as they feel like they can safely put out without interfering with their investigation. At what point do you think police go, okay, let's put out a little bit more. We have, you know, the perpetrator that we know of, we know of at least 30 minutes. We have two minutes and 26 seconds. So what point did the police go, all right, y'all, let's put out another 30 seconds. I mean, when does this, at what point do you think this happens? I think when they feel like they have reached um, uh, maybe their limits, where they've gone to go with the investigation, they may reevaluate what they could safely put out without uh, interfering with their investigation. You know, it's a little bit, a little bit more like something that we put out with dog somebody's memory. Um, but I'm still the opinion somebody out there knows something. Yeah. That's keeping it real close to the chest. And that's sad. Yeah, it is. That's, yeah. that's why we do what we do. Cause we know there's somebody right. out there that's afraid and wants to come forward. I mean, people do reach out to us and tell us things. Um, sometimes it, you know, seems like it's something really, you know, substantial and we, you know, tell them to contact police or crime stoppers of Ellis County, do the anonymous thing, you know, that's an option. But um, sometimes it, you know. And, and for a couple of people who weren't very comfortable, we did introduce them to the police through an email and kind of got them together. So, yeah, if, if there is anyone out there who is hesitant, we're here to help and we can make that introduction. I mean, calling the police, I guess, is scary for some people. Yeah. Um, You know, especially if they might have something sketchy in their background or they just might be afraid in general. So, yeah, just don't be. I just want people not to be afraid. It doesn't matter what you've done in your past. I don't care if you smoke weed on the weekends in your house. They're not going to come at you. They want (laughs) they want to they want information about this case. They're not going to investigate you. So come forward. I'm glad you said that, Crystal, because I was actually going to ask him if he was interrogating. Let's let's say that somebody said, you know, uh, Bobby over here, he knows what happened. Uh you know, talk to him and you bring him in and he's not talking to you. What is something that you say to him to get him to feel comfortable and, and, you know, talk about what he knows? Is there some kind of technique y'all use to get that, you know, to happen? Well, it's going to, it's going to start with the connection between the uh, witness and the officer. You know, some people click, some people don't. Yeah. No, I can I can remember a situation a while back that a guy would would uh, want to meet with me concerning um, a drug situation. Either a guy that was uh, selling a, selling a lot of dope he was he was he was he wasn't your typical or he had more to do with it. Just your typical, your typical user, but he wouldn't talk to me at the station. I had to go out and meet with him, and pull, you know, with me, and you know, put him by. And I went in the locker room. He seemed to be more open to speak with me away from from the station. Than he, than he didn't have anybody see him come into the station? Yeah, and it turned out it worked out real well. Uh, I think we picked up like 40, 46 pounds. Just because of the information, but usually it's it's a connection, and usually the the, uh, witnesses will, if they know you, they will pick you because he called and asked. 
you know, and uh, said he wouldn't meet me at the station. I went down and met with him uh, away from there. He turned out fine. So I think it's probably, I don't think there's any magic potion or magic um, technique you can use to have somebody spill the beans on that. But there is a way to work with them and having them there for a while. Right. You know, saying certain things that make them think about it over and over yeah. and go, okay, fine. You know, here's what I know. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, I, re- I really love what you said about meeting off the premises because I know that that can be intimidating because you walk into a police department and they've got they've got the handcuffs, they've got the guns, they've got the jail cells, and you're just you. Yeah. Yeah, I can see where that would feel uneven yeah. and intimidating. Right. And you walk in there and you, you have, if there's other people there, which it's a large apartment, you'll have other people in there on other business. And they're all looking at you and they're wondering, why are you here? You meet with the officer in there. Mm-hmm. What, what's here? What, what's, who's he here to rat out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. You don't want anybody to see you. I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we just, we just, we do hope somebody will, um, you know, if you're listening to this and you know something and you've been thinking about it, but you're just not sure, there's so many options. You know, like I said, Crime Stoppers of Ellis County has a number. There is an app that's called a, it's, it's called P3 and you just download the app and you go on there and there, and I can tell you from experience, there is, they know nothing about you. The only reason they know who to answer is because it it knows where it's coming, you know, like the area it's coming, the call it's going to, they know the location. They know to say Crime Stoppers of Ellis County or Crime Stoppers of Houston or whatever, but that's it. They know nothing else. They don't have a number. So, um, and then they can communicate through a, some kind of response system, but it's, you know, they don't know your name or anything. Uh, there's just so many options, you know, to do. And I just really hope that somebody would get the, the uh, courage to come forward and tell what they know uh, to get this case closed because the family and, you know, and obviously all these people, us, we all want to see justice for Missy. Geez, and there's such a long road, you know, because as Michael knows better than we do, the rest is just sort of the beginning, yeah. you know. You've got to get through mm-hmm. the trial and hopefully get a conviction or maybe get them to settle on something that you can agree on and not go to trial. Wild, right. wild, right. wild. Yeah, if there's somebody out there that knows something, please uh, say something. I mean, you don't have to do your name. We don't be anonymous. Even if you go in, they won't release your name. Um, dealing with informants that have come in with, with me that weren't afraid to go into the organization, we always assign them a, a different name or something that they keep it all confidential. Oh, that's, that's um, good. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 yeah, because honestly, the police are not in the business of trying to get you killed. They want no. they want the information and they're going to help protect you. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, unfortunately, a lot of folks get their information, uh, the police uh, from uh, TV shows. I don't believe everything you see on social media. Don't believe anything you see <laughs> right. from Hollywood. It's not, and most of it's not true. Yeah. You know? Right. Because the reason it's on, the reason it made a good TV story on a on a show that's scripted is because something crazy did happen. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's and I always trying to sensationalize it. I mean, that's what sells. Right. Yeah. Right. That's true. I think this story has enough on its own. It doesn't need anything extra. Yeah, you know, there's this, enough. Right. Shoot, that's the truth. Twists and right. turns. 
Well, Michael, did you have anything else you wanted to share with us? We're so happy you came on the show. It's so great hearing from somebody who's actually in law enforcement. No, I don't think so. Uh, Like I said, y'all keep up the good work, uh, keeping it out there. I'll I'll make sure that I continue to share your stuff uh, across all these other platforms that I have. We can generate a little more buzz about it, keep it in the forefront of everybody's mind. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, if we could, if one tip could come in that could help, that would just be the biggest payoff for us. It sure would. Yes. All right. Well, well, thank you, Michael. This was a lot of fun. We enjoyed chatting with you and learning. We'll hopefully get to talk to you again soon. (laughs) We'll have have you back on when there's some change in this case. That'll be a a really fun episode. That'd be great. That'd be be great. great. All right, Michael. Have a great rest of your day. Thank Thank you. you. Y'all keep up the good work. Stay safe. Thank Thank you. you. All right. Recording stopped. Hey, y'all. As you know, my co-host Renee has a company called Southern Comfort and More. And I'm actually currently having a sheets party for her. She sells sheets and the most amazing, big, cozy, thick, soft blankets you've ever seen in your life. And If you need anything like that, please order from her. She runs a really good business. She'll have it shipped to you to wherever you are in the United States. So hop on to her Facebook page. It's called Southern Comfort and More. Or um, I guess they could just get with you on on True Crime Broads as well. Yeah, they could just message me. However, well, thank you for saying that. Of course. I I just thought, you know, we really don't have a lot of sponsors. We've got a few. We've got a few commercials, which we greatly appreciate. But we don't have any like sponsors that have come to us or that we've retrieved out in the world. So I thought, why wouldn't we just promote your business? It's amazing. So that would really help Renee out. She's a small business owner and shop small, you know, hashtag shop small. And with Christmas coming up and Hanukkah, um, New Year's, there's all kinds of reasons that you should fill your home and warm your home up with these amazing blankets. So right. go go check out her well, listings. Thank you for saying that. Oh yeah, she's got really cool pictures on Southern Comfort and more Facebook page. Yeah, you so. can find it on my profile. And also, while we're talking about that, I'll go ahead and tell everybody about Crystal. She's an amazing <laughs> real estate agent. <laughs> she's laughing, but she I've never seen anybody work so hard for her her clients oh, in my that's life. So, nice. so I wasn't you, expecting you to say anything yeah. about me. I was just jumping on here to talk about you. Yeah, that's so you. nice. Well, thank if you. you anybody is in the market please contact her because she does an amazing job she's helped me uh many times on just just looking at places rentals whatever so yeah check her out call her up if you need her so nice she's thank you be there for you well that's awesome and don't forget southern comfort and more renee will take good care of you you can also zell her or venmo her it's super easy and yeah. then she'll ship immediately she ships so fast yeah thank All you right. so much you guys have a great day